This is Eric Miskell with EMS Now, touring around southern Germany with Dieter Weiss of Informa. I uh, wanted to brief you on what we've seen today, some of our thoughts, and what's ahead. Um, today is Wednesday, December 8th, and we are currently on our way to Zunt, Germany to meet with Zollner tomorrow. But for today, we just finished visiting with two different EMS companies in uh, southern Germany. The first was Astil Flash in Eberbach, Germany. And then we uh, traveled a couple hours from there to Prieflex in uh, Karlsburg, uh, Germany. Astil Flash um, is, is the larger of the two. Um, they are probably well known. They've, uh, they were recently acquired a year ago. I think it was finally closed in December of 2020. Um, Astil Flash was acquired. Astil Flash was primarily known as a uh, Astil was the French side. Flash was a Silicon Valley uh, EMS that Astil had, had acquired years before. Uh, had a had bit of a global footprint there. And then they were acquired in December of 2020 by USI out of Taiwan. And USI, in turn, is owned by ASE. Um, and I forget what their ranking is, but I'm sure Dita can can clue us in on that right now. But they are a larger, larger global player. Tell us a little about that, Dita. Uh, yes, thank you, Eric. Um, Astro Flash is uh, for sure... Uh, among uh, uh, together with USI now uh, among the top 20 global uh, players uh, and I haven't seen the latest uh, result uh, so I cannot uh, mention what their ranking in regards to 2020 is and uh, I do not make any estimation and speculation on uh, those things mm -hmm. but for sure they are a big player and uh, in Germany, they have four factories, uh, uh, which go back uh, being having been originally electronic network uh, factories. That uh, was the acquisition they did several years ago. The German EMS company, yes, Steel, did that yes, acquisition. Yes, exactly. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Felix Timmermann, whom I used to know uh, as uh, the uh, manager of the German. Uh, factories has now been promoted to uh, run all of the uh, German and Eastern uh, uh, European companies. Uh, used to be uh, and still is uh, a Polish factory of USI, uh, which is now uh, in the responsibility of Felix Timmermann as well. And then we have the UK factory of Astil Flash, and we have the uh, Czech uh, Republic factory of uh, Astil Flash. So uh, that is a, a total of seven, and then there are uh, another seven in France and two in Tunisia. Mm. Uh, so it's in total it's sixteen uh, companies uh, that Astil Flash. Uh, now uh, brings to the party uh, of USI, yeah. and that is quite a big footprint. Yeah. Now, and it's a, um, well, two comments, I guess. One is that the USI acquisition was interesting in that it provided each with what they needed. You know, well, ASE, who owned USI, was looking for, uh, uh, was a high-tech company but wanted a global network, 
and uh, I think as Steel Flash, it was a, it was it was a good partnership for them because it had provided them with that access to the higher level technology that ASC especially, and people may not know who ASC is exactly. Well, um, uh, why don't we talk about that a bit? Can you, can you um, tell us a bit about who ASC is? Uh, yes, ASE uh, uh, is coming from the semiconductor industry. Okay. And, uh, well, they bring something totally new uh, to STL Flash, and that is uh, in an overall picture miniaturization. Because yeah? mm -hmm. uh, ASE is, is working in a totally different field with yeah. uh, different uh, uh, connection technologies such as bonding. And uh, so, uh, Astio Flash sees uh, a lot of advantages uh, learning mm -hmm. from ASE uh, how to further miniaturize uh, electronics. And I think it's, that's a, a very important topic, not only from the technology side, but as well from uh, the environmental side, because mm -hmm. every product uh, has an end of life. And uh, we still need to push much further uh, in regards to reducing uh, the electronic scrap uh, in in the global industry. Yeah, no, no, no. I think you're absolutely right. And uh, but you know, what's what struck me at Astiel Flash, having got had, we we had been through several, albeit smaller EMS, we're doing very some very high volume stuff. You know, we were at uh, Rave who did the. I think one of their product lines they had achieved 120 million. Uh, that they had produced highly automated doing that. Then we contrast that, we go to, to Steel Flash, and they do um, uh, lot sizes of uh, one to, I think they said the largest they would do is a thousand. And, and, and just speak about some of the products we saw in the technology. Yeah, uh, see, the point is um, uh, STL Flash in Germany uh, is doing higher uh, lot sizes as well, but in different factories. Right. And you have uh, to look at it from a historical point of view. And the factory in Eberbach has always been uh, focused on different uh, products. Uh, they are more in the train business. Uh, the train business being a very, very conservative uh, uh, industry where they still, as of today, specify tin lead soldering. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, they have specific requirements such as uh, you need to uh, be able to supply an after-sales uh, service and repair uh, for up to 40 years. So, mm -hmm. uh, And that is something... Uh, which we were able to see uh, uh, specialists uh, from Astio Flash uh, doing repair work on 35-year-old uh, PCBs. Yeah. And that is, is the requirement of, of, yeah. of the uh, German bond. Uh, and uh, in a certain uh, uh, aspect as well uh, in the defense industry. Yep. Yeah, and that is... Uh, those two industries, defense mm. and uh, train technologies, um, are a specialty uh, of this uh, uh, location of Astroflash. Yeah, and it was striking to me that there were some of the test fixtures that they had to hold on to for when a product may come back after decades in the field. You know, that's a, that's a heck of an overhead and a heck of a customer commitment. And and you could probably think that smaller, you know, newer EMS wouldn't have the capability or the wherewithal 
to, 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 to support that type of business. And I think they said that they had the whole product side, they did uh, just, I think it was over 3,500 different products that they supported out of that facility. Yes, uh, it's very, very complex. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, as you said, we saw the, the test fixtures and uh, uh, everything that is connected with that. Mm -hmm. and. Uh, well, you couldn't move all of that. Yeah, yeah? absolutely not. On the other hand, uh, uh, I immediately raised uh, the issue uh, uh, that I thought, well, when the, uh, when the Chinese, uh, and I mean uh, USI, first time visited uh, Eberbach, what did they think, uh, seeing a uh, 35-year-old PCB being manufactured? Uh, and and uh, not manufactured, repaired, and uh, that is definitely something I would consider uh, very, very unusual uh, to uh, Far Eastern uh, companies. And uh, uh, the answer was very clear: we showed them our PNL, and uh, <laughs> right. uh, it makes sense. Uh, you just have a proper calculation, and you. Uh, charge uh, your cost uh, plus uh, a profit and uh, then it makes sense to do that and you are unique in, in that area right. if you do it. Right. Um, let's move on. I mean, let's end it by saying I think we're, we're both very impressed by, by the company, by the capabilities and the discussion that we had with the, uh, with the executives that we met with was, uh, uh, it was very impressive. So, um, Good people. Uh, let's move on. The next one, we then traveled, I think, an hour and a half, two hours to Karlsburg. Is that right? Yeah. In, uh, and we visited with Pleflex. Pleflex is a, a bit of a different company in this regard because they are newer to the EMS company, formally in EMS now for two years, even though they have informally been uh, been doing work you know, longer than that. They are a... Um, and, and their history is is that they they come out of a uh, of an industrial company. So this is an industrial company that I think specializes more in ignition systems, if I if I remember correctly. Yeah. And they um, and they've been developing with, because of the capabilities, the engineering talent that they have in the company. They they evolved naturally with some of the of their existing uh, customers of the of the uh, the mother company. Uh, to, to providing greater services for some of those customers, and they've since grown that as well. Um, they are uh, very heavily in the industrial sector, um, from what we saw. Uh, we weren't able to do a factory tour because of time, but uh, we were able to have a good conversation, and we saw a video and we, uh, of, that gave an overview of the company and, and did the, the presentation and also uh, uh, a nice lengthy conversation with the executive team there. Um, what stood out for you in that particular company, Dita? Well, um, as you said, uh, the real EMS uh, part of this company uh, is relatively young, uh, but you couldn't say as well that beforehand they were a real OEM company either, for the simple reason uh, that they uh, are just uh, or building to order. Yeah. yeah? Uh, so. Uh, Every classical OEM keeps uh, uh, some some store for finished goods. They don't, and you uh, we tackled the issue because uh, their finished goods uh, on the balance sheets were relatively low. So 
uh, that was an interesting uh, part for me and uh, I still need to do some further analysis of this mm -hmm. company uh, to find out what uh, the differences are yep. uh, in order to understand them. My objective is always to find out is there something that uh, if companies do it uh, different, uh, is it better or is it worse? Right. And, you know, the one thing that struck me there, too, and it's, and it's I guess, the benefit that they have having come out of this industrial company, uh, their parent company, is that they are very financially sound. And I think that is, is certainly, as OEMs look for partners in the marketplace, uh, is a critical uh, factor these days. Yes. So, um, listen, we, in the interest of time, and uh, like I said, we're, we're on the road heading to, uh, to Zolna now. Um, a couple of issues that, you know, another issue that struck me that came up today, uh, and you not, may not be ready, is we heard, we've been hearing, I should say, over the course about, you know, the issue, I don't like the term reshoring, I like the term regionalization, but, you know, be it as it is, that, that manufacturing returning. And, and we're getting this sense that, that there's a huge pressure coming from OEMs for their EMS partners to move their manufacturing out of China. And that seems to be, uh, be going on. We've heard that. And, and they really are supporting their customers' desires in that way. This isn't the EMS companies making these decisions. This is really coming from the OEMs and saying, you know, for supply chain security concerns, uh, obviously driven by geopolitical factors, uh, that there is this pressure to 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 move manufacturing, and and we've been and I've been hearing consistently since since we've been doing the, these visits now. Uh, I think just about every company that we spoke to has given an indication of of, of being a beneficiary of that. Yes, uh, we have to realize that you don't just uh, uh, move production out of uh, any company, whether it's China or uh, wheresoever, mm -hmm. uh, by uh, uh, making a switch, uh, moving production from one company yeah. to the other uh, takes you a minimum of six months yeah. and normally 12 to 18 yeah. months. Uh, and this was confirmed in, in all the discussions we had so far. So we will not see this in, in regards to uh, uh, production numbers now all of a sudden jumping up. Yeah. Right. Uh, it'll be a slow but constant move mm -hmm. and it will help to further grow the European manufacturing footprint and uh, I have to be honest I, li I like that yeah. Yeah? Uh, even so we all know uh, that uh, we see at the moment many uh, labor issues in, in Europe that there is a shortage but let's face it uh, the labor shortage is issue you have in China as well. Exactly. So it's uh, it's a, a very common problem, yep. and we will need to tackle this problem uh, with a higher degree of automation, uh, and we need to manufacture yep. smarter, yeah, uh, in order to be able yep. to manufacture quantities. Yeah, and what it means too is you know as you indicate with the automation, it just means you you're going to have less, you know, uh, direct labor hands on the line. But, but it's critical still the humans at a higher level for those functions, for overseeing it, for making the decisions, and for maintaining the customer relationships and growing the business. You can't, you know, a, a machine can't replace a human for a lot of the functions there. So 
Um, listen, I want to wrap this up uh, again. You know, we're, we're heading to uh, Zant, Germany in a snowstorm. Uh, this is quite exciting. And uh, I've always wanted to go there. So Zant, where it's located, is out toward the, the border with Czechoslovakia. I think it's an interesting story. You know, um, you have been there before. I have not. Zolna has, uh, in my interactions with some of the team there over the years, has always said, come to Zant, come to Zant. So I'm glad to finally be able to, to satisfy that request. And uh, I'm very excited to see the full scope of what that is. Uh, in some ways, one of the great stories in the EMS industry, this small little German town with, uh, with a family-owned business that has grown to be one of the what top 20 globally currently so exactly and uh, i'm really looking forward to it as well even so i have been in sand at sauna uh, many times uh, uh, have you ever actually then, done a uh, factory tour no there? that's exactly the problem i'm really okay. looking forward to it to finally Good. get into manufacturing and they mm -hmm. promised this time they would show us manufacturing in the past i uh, have a lot of experience in their meeting rooms Okay, I hear the meeting rooms are nice too, though, right? Yes, they are. Okay, good, 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 good. All right, well, listen, folks, uh, that's it for today on the road here uh, or on tour in Europe. Uh, Eric Miskell with Dita Vice of Informa. I uh, hope you find this interesting. Reach out to us on LinkedIn if you have any questions or want to pose any questions to us. Thank you. Talk soon. <laughs>